Today in Agronomy on KFILAM AM 1060 with Pioneer Field Agronomist Allie Wise and Josh Schaffner. Here's Josh and Allie. Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. Today is Wednesday, April 21st. This is episode number 69, Josh. So a lot has happened since last week's show. Um, you know, a few folks obviously got in planting in that earliest window around Easter, but Really now it feels like the 2021 planning season truly has kind of arrived in a, in a greater way. Um, we had this nice window with these temperatures, you know, starting last week through the weekend that really pushed us to get a nice jump on the 2021 planning season. Some folks, you know, weren't hundred percent pe- prepared to get to the field yet. Um, and that's okay. As we look at the calendar, it's still in our favor. Um, and we have a nice stretch of planning in terms of opportunity coming at us as we move in um, to the end of today. Um, Thursday, Friday, and through the weekend. But uh, like I said, plenty has been going on in the field. Josh, what's kind of your take of, of what we've had this last week and what we've been working on? Yeah, it was a it was a really interesting week uh, last week. Um, I think in some cases, um, a lot of growers maybe coming into the week wasn't quite sure how much we'd get planted or if we would even get started just based on kind of the cooler temps and maybe you know, it just seemed like it kind of drizzled there for four or five days, but it never really amounted anything. So I think there's just a lot of not sure what was going to happen. And then, um, yeah, we kind of rolled into Thursday, Friday and Friday turned out to be a, a much nicer day. And actually Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they weren't forecasting a lot of sun, but it turned out to be really sunny all three days with really nice temps. And, and, uh, yeah, I think that got a lot of guys, um, kind of amped up to go and quite a few, quite a few growers at least got started, maybe got some acres in some hit it pretty hard depending on, on the situation, but, um, you know, just observations across the area alley. As I was out, um, planting conditions Friday, Saturday, Sunday were just tremendous. I'd say, um, yeah, I, I really had not, I couldn't really say anything bad about it. Soil temps were great. Conditions were awesome. And, uh, you know, probably some of the nicer planting conditions, you know, we've seen in a long time and we had a good spring last year, but definitely starting out what we saw, you know, last week, it was better conditions than what we started out, out with last year, uh, for sure. Yeah, and these nice soil conditions look to continue. We've also got temperatures more in our favor as we progress, like I said, end of today on, which is great to see. Um, and just looking to hit a nice planting window here. I think if we were, were to put a number to what percent we are planted in our corner of Southeast Minnesota, 10% is going to be the max for us, Josh. You know, some folks way above that, some, some at zero still. But what's kind of your take on what that number looks like and how that correlates to maybe some of our corn PKP planning? Yeah, I think that's the number I'd look at. I, I think it's just not more than 10. I think it very easily could be 10. Um, I don't think it's more than that. But um, yeah, it's just so that, that first window is always hard to gauge. And we're probably going to go from not more than 10. And by next by next episode, Allie, we might be talking about, you know, two thirds or three quarter of the corn crop is in. So it'll be a really uh, quite a quite a ride here uh, the next five to seven days. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, from a from a replicated uh, PKP standpoint, Allie, we had a pretty good Pretty good run there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And sometimes our PK progress will, will kind of mirror what planning uh, percentage is. I, I think we're probably a little bit ahead of the curve alley with our plots. We have, I think, 11 of our 29 or 30 we're going to get in this year. So we're about a, a third of the way there. Um, a lot of our growers sometimes do those plots on the front side. So that's maybe starting to get skewed here over time. But, but yeah, all those plots, I would say, Ali, every one I thought went into great conditions and uh, really excited to see how that turns out. And and obviously, we had a lot of conversations, Ellie, on Sunday, Monday about what to do about this cold weather. Was it was it the right thing to plant or not to plant? Um, these plots will be really great to watch, and we'll have a lot of stand count data here to kind of share with our, our viewers here in the next three four weeks. And uh, 
I look forward to having that. And then we'll also have some great yield data, data to go with it as well. And um, that's why we do those spots early. It's nice to have some in ahead of these early dates and some kind of in the middle, some at the end. It always uh, gives us a great data set year in, year out. Yeah. So we're looking forward for the data to come on that. Um, so we've talked about, you know, these are some of the nicest soil conditions that we've seen, but we've also talked a lot about um, soil moisture and how dry these conditions are. Those dry conditions uh, do appear to continue here as we get back in um, to planning here a little bit more full speed this week. Um, along with that, though, come some considerations. We want to make sure we're keeping top of mind so that we are taking full advantage of these nice conditions. Josh, I think the first thing that comes to mind around dry conditions, uh, in my opinion, would be planting depth. Where should we be planting depth? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, I think, um, yeah, we're, we're going to, we're exiting this, what to do about this cool temp, and now we're going to enter, you know, what should we do about the dry conditions? It's going to be kind of one thing right into the next. And, and, um, yeah. And like I said, for the most part right now, I mean, we're, we're okay. We're definitely not, we're not saturated. We're not wet, but uh, we're getting drier. And in most cases, planting depth is going to be a big thing. I have a lot of growers kind of sitting right at like two and an eighth to two and a quarter inches and we're in good moisture there. Um, yeah. There is probably, you know, maybe three quarters of an inch to an inch alley that is pretty dry on top, but we're still finding really good moisture. So I'm not concerned, but I think with, uh, not getting much rain the first of the week. And as we warm back up here into Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I think it's something we're just going to want to keep a really close eye on is looking at planting depth and, and make sure that, you know, we're getting that seed down there in moisture, whether that be corn or beans. And I think that's something, you know, we do have some beans going in simultaneously. And I think that's going to be more critical, you know, because sometimes beans were maybe only inch and a quarter deep, and that's going to be right in the fringe where we may have to drive them deeper as well. Um, but yeah, definitely as you're out there planning uh, in this next window, as we get fired back up, um, really uh, be watching that planting depth every afternoon really close uh, on either crop and just make sure that seed's getting down there uh, into moisture uh, for sure. Um, yeah, so don't shallow up. Very common service call last year, you know, keeping that seed in the moisture is going to be extra important this year. When we come back from break, Josh, we'll talk about these drier conditions and how that pertains to, to tillage and some of those considerations we should have, have around that. Welcome back listeners, uh, Allie in segment one, we kind of gave a nice update of kind of what's been going on here the last week or so across Southeast Minnesota and in the planning progress and, and so great planning conditions, but also a little bit of a cool snap there ahead of some drier conditions coming up here again. Um, I think we did a good job covering that importance of, of planting depth, um, but I think one other thing um, we got to be thinking about as we get back to the field here, uh, you know, tomorrow and in the weekend here is um, you know, we talk about the soil moisture going to be important to conserve that. And I think the first thing when I think about is we're, we're prepping ground for planting is a lot of times we really want to not have the planter too close to the digger. Is this going to be a situation, Allie, that maybe we want to keep the digger a little bit closer to the planter just to try to make sure we're getting that seed into moisture? Yeah, it appears so. I mean, last week we obviously talked about working ground at least a minimum of 24 hours in advance of planting just from a, a soil temperature standpoint. So we were just trying to warm up that ground a little bit quicker. But as we look at these drier soil conditions progressing, um, if we could sell, shallow up that tillage depth um, in the right situation to conserve that moisture, um, that would be one thing. But also just looking at, I think you're going to see a lot of dig diggers running right ahead of the planter to conserve moisture instead of, you know, if we're running the digger too far ahead of the planter, we're going to be drying out those soil conditions and not working that in our favor. But I've mentioned, you know, tillage depth, potentially shallowing that up to conserve moisture. Um, there is a balance to be found there, Josh, especially when we're talking about urea or UAN. Yeah. So and we point. talked a yeah. And we talked a little bit about that last week, um, just the importance of making sure that we're incorporating 
uh, nitrogen at least two inches deep, which is going to require probably a three and three quarter to four inch depth on, on the on the, the finisher setting. And now we're going to talk about well, is that going to be a balancing act that we want to conserve moisture? And we talked a little bit about you know maybe there could be some some value of a urease inhibitor in dry conditions like this. And I think as moving forward into next week, uh, if we do shallow up tillage at all, we're going to have to really strongly consider a urease inhibitor if our nitrogen isn't out there. And that's one other challenge, Ellie. A lot of our end, you know, it's been such a nice spring. We're so far ahead in those applications where that might not be an option because all the nitrogen is out there. So if you are a producer that has all that urea out there, it's sitting there ready to go, make sure we're incorporating that to four inches deep. You're not going to have the luxury to shallow up at all. We're just going to have to really be disciplined to watch that. However, if we still got some more to spread or, or, or spray over the top, um, I think it might be a situation if the forecast continues to look dry that we're going to have to take a, a strong look at utilizing uh, an agartane-like product or any other urease inhibitor just to try to prevent some of this volatilization loss. And I was walking a field um, on Sunday that was treated with UAN and ATS like 10, 11 days before that. And you could still smell that application actually pretty strong in the soil, which I was cringing a little bit. I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's going to be a good thing or not. But uh, obviously with our lack of moisture, um, nitrogen incorporation is going to be extremely important uh, over this next planting window. Yeah. So just find that balance, depending on if you do or do not have that nitrogen already applied. Obviously, if you don't, there's some options here that we could consider that would allow you to potentially uh, conserve moisture a little bit more on the, the tillage end of things. Um, Josh, another question I've had a lot um, or just that we've talked a little bit about. Um, obviously, with planning right now, that's kind of our sole focus. But along with that comes pre-emergence herbicide time. Um, we, you know, looking at these drier conditions and also the fact that some of this corn is maybe going to be a little bit slower to emerge, you know, take a little bit longer, could be exposed to maybe some some soil stresses there with the pre-emerge herbicide. Because we are a little bit cooler and we are dry, could we consider delaying that? Or are there other things we should be looking at around pre-emerge? applications. Yeah. And in a lot of cases, Allie, I think we did delay that on our planning, like our, our Friday, Saturday, Sunday planning dates. I think we, a lot of us just avoided getting a pre um, right, right ahead of this cooler spell. And, and obviously the crop's not going to progress a lot. If it was planted last Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's not going to change much until tomorrow uh, being Thursday. However, I think once we come out of this cooler spell into Thursday, Friday, I think we'll want to really get caught up at least circle back, get all caught up on what was planned last week. And then moving forward, I think we'll be able to kind of keep the, the pre-merge rigs for corn and beans uh, right behind the planter because temps are going to come up and we don't want to, you know, maybe get stuck if the, if the forecast does change and we get a rainy spell. We just don't want to kind of get stuck in a bad spot there where we miss it because obviously getting those pre's down for corn and beans are just so important for the season long weed control. Uh, so I think we'll, we'll be in pretty good shape there. And, and actually the next concern alley might actually flip towards, are we going to have enough moisture to activate that? That was also a conversation last year we talked about, because we, we got kind of dry at the end of planting season. But um, in my opinion, do not sway away from applying your pre-merge just because it's dry. Um, you just never know when the weather's going to change. And if you don't put your pre down and it goes warm and wet, we can be in a lot of trouble really fast. So I'd say, yeah, I, I think as we get back to field alley, I think we'll just want to yeah, get caught up and then get behind the planter and kind of go back to a, a normal normal season from that standpoint. So overall recap of today's show, Josh, obviously some of the nicest soil conditions we've seen abnormally cool temperatures, you know, leading up to maybe this week, but now temperatures seem to be working in our favor too, which is great to see. So planning depth, number one, make sure with these drier conditions, you're 
at a depth where you're finding moisture. So in a lot of cases, for some folks, you're going to be pushing to two and a quarter. In the most extreme cases, maybe to two and a half inches on corn. Um, your reincorporation, we talked about that being extremely important. If you're not don't have the opportunity any longer to utilize a urease inhibitor, uh, getting that incorporated. Um, and then just watching your, your tillage depth. If you have the opportunity to shallow that up and conserve moisture, please do so. We will be back next week with more updates from the field. Josh, as folks have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. You've been listening to Today in Agronomy on KFIL AM 1060. If you've missed part of the show or want to hear more, check out the show page at kfilradio.com or with the 103.1 KFIL app. Stay connected with Allie and Josh on Twitter. It's at Allie G-Wise, W-I-S-E, and at Josh Schaffner. Submit your questions for the show. Tune in next Wednesday for the next Today in Agronomy on KFIL AM 1060 